the opportunity to be in this place to call upon your great name, Lord, your exalted name, the name that is above every name, O God. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege it is, God, to come, Lord, to exalt you, to lift you up, to give you glory and honor, Lord. And we ask you, Father, that as you look down upon us, that you would give us grace in your sight. Bless your people, O Lord. Bless us with the visitation of your Spirit, O God, in this place. Pour out your Spirit upon us, O Lord, as you spoke, Lord, in your word. I pray, Lord, that you administer to us, O God. You know our needs. And Lord, I pray, God, that you, Father, would go before your people. Make a way for them, O Lord. Supply our needs according to your riches and glory, Father. Amen, Lord. Quicken us and lift us up that we can abide with you, Lord, in those heavenly places, O Lord. Minister unto us, O God, we pray. Let us have liberty in your presence, O God, in this place. Amen, Lord. Hallelujah. Open up our ears that we may hear. God, our eyes that we may see. Our hearts that we, O Lord, can be converted unto you. Bless us. Lord, that we can have unity. Bless us that we can, O oh God, be one body, in one place, in one mind, in one accord together. Amen. Bind us together, Father. Amen, Lord. Hallelujah, God. We ask this, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord. Let it be done, Lord. Amen, God. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen.
of everybody, oh God, that gives cheerfully, oh God. You know our hearts, you know our needs, oh God. Bless it in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Jesus. Amen. Oh, 
Amen. I exalt him. Yes. Amen. Yes. I exalt him. Yes. Amen. Amen. I just feel in my heart that I need to exalt him. Praise God. So, something that a lot of people do not understand. They do not understand us. Praise God why it is that we can be in that frame of mind to want to lift up the Lord. God God uh, has been so good to me and Amen. So I'm just I want to return my love and my adoration. Yes, that's right. Thank you, Jesus. Can't help but lift him up and amen and praise and worship. Giving him glory and honor and praise. He never ceases to amaze me. Hallelujah. I still believe in a God of miracles. The reason why I say that is because he is. The Bible calls him the wonder of wonders. Wonderful. Wonderful. And obviously the literal translation is he's the wonder of wonders. And uh, he's exactly that. And if you could ever have a experience with the Lord where God moves for you in such a way that he he basically can prove to you he can prove to you his not just his existence but what he can do for you I guarantee you you would definitely have a change of mind and a change of attitude about him especially something that is just so you know you think about it you know, whatever it is, whatever need it is, and wherever you are, whatever's happening, and God can just somehow come across and He can minister to you and He can obviously create a miracle for you that you would receive whatever release that you need to receive, whatever, amen, uh, miracle, amen, to be set free from whatever affliction, whatever bondage, amen, that you are obviously in or under. It's amazing. And when you pray, and and how many of you, when you pray for something, you don't get it right away? I, I just wonder, because you don't get it right away, you don't receive it right away, you give up. <laughs> you get discouraged and basically frustrated and say well God doesn't hear and and I'm pretty sure a lot of people say well he's not a miracle working God because he didn't hear my prayer Mm. well there's a lot of variables in our praying there's a lot of things that happen while we pray and a lot of times 
Uh, there's there's times there's a good percentage of the time God will answer your prayer instantly Amen. And, but there's times he will not answer instantly it may, it may go on a little bit but regardless if you prayed in faith Amen. if you prayed believing And even though you may not have felt anything, you may not have felt his touch. Let me let me tell you something. Somebody asked me that question a while back. And, and you know, we, we probably, obviously, because you hear me say about feeling the Lord and stuff like that. And, of course, if you're sensitive to the Holy Ghost, you're going to feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you're not sensitive to the Holy Ghost, you're not going to feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Right. But there's a lot of times that the way we determine things and the way we judge things is not by what we feel. Yeah. Our approach to God should be based upon our faith when we believe. What we believe, just faith. And, and faith is the evidence of things hoped for. The evidence of things that we don't see. You don't feel anything. You don't have to feel goosebumps. You don't have to feel warmth. You don't have to feel like oil is being poured on. You don't have to feel any of that. All you have to do is believe. Amen. Amen. We believe that He is, that He is, Amen. that He is God. That's the reason why He said that. We must believe that He is. Yes. In other words, we believe that He's God. He's there. Our faith says that He's there. The faith says He is. Yes. And so we believe. And, and the other part of it, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently, diligently seek Him. In other words, man you're going after it. And if you didn't receive it, if you didn't feel it, that doesn't mean to stop. Because he might be proving you. How serious are you and how sincere are you about seeking God and receiving something from God? And even though if it doesn't happen at that moment, praise God. Boom! And I'm not picking on you. I've, I've been going through my own things the past couple of weeks. Actually since the uh, 9th of this month. Now this today's the 30th. So subtract 9 from 30, and what do you get? 21. 21 days I've been going through something. Sister uh, uh, Diedrich, I don't know if you knew that. Did you know? You had an idea? I needed a miracle of healing. Oh, yes, I went to the hospital. I seen the doctor. They did what for me what they could do, but they didn't yeah. fix it. Praise God. But I kept praying. I kept believing. I told the Lord, I had my conversation. I said, Lord, you know, I humbled myself. I went to man. Man did what he could do for me. I said, but Lord, my trust is in you. Because you're my shepherd. You're my great shepherd. And you're my physician. You're my personal physician. Yeah. So I've been praying that way. Because I needed a miracle. 
course, fasting and praying too. Been fasting and praying. Man, I tell you what, God started talking to me the other day as I was fasting and praying. And I said, wow. Okay, Lord, I'm just going to be as patient as I possibly can. How many of you have ever been in that position? Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about the Lord. Yeah. Guess what happened? I received my miracle today. And it happened when I least expected it. I was going about my normal business and course you know I've been having difficulty I'm not going to go into detail but so I was thinking well I got to go do this and I want to do it and all of a sudden voila <laughs> wow. Woo! all I could do is thank you Jesus thank you Jesus and you know what he, he gave me that promise he promised me he promised me and he came through with that promise so I give him glory. I give yeah. him honor. Amen. Uh, it, 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 it could be the same thing for you. That's right. The same thing yeah. for you. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're seeking God for. Yeah. Praise God. So I'm just elated. To say the least. Praise God. Amen. That that Amen. is just Thank so wonderful. It felt yes. so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I had to go back and stick my nose in the scripture and remind myself about his promise. Amen. I went through there and, and I didn't just read it. I didn't just read it and look at it and look at the words and say, mm -hmm, okay, I, I understand that. I went I, I mean I said, Lord, I I need to know this. So I went into the Hebrew and I went into the Greek and I went into the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Until I could get that assurance. That reassurance. So man, I tell you what, God is so good. God is so good. I hope I hope that none of you ever get tired of serving God. Maybe some haven't even tried or attempted to serve Him. But don't ever get tired of serving God. Amen. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap. Ye shall reap. Don't ever get tired of doing good. Don't ever get tired of serving God because there's going to be a day when God's going to say, okay, this person has been leaning upon me, putting their trust in me, so it's time for me to reward their faith and their obedience and their diligence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, man, I tell you what. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Amen. Am I, what kind of church am I sitting in tonight? Uh, where am I at? Am I in the right place or what? That sounds better. A little bit better. Could be better though. Praise God. I came out from one of those churches. I don't want to go back there. Nothing can compare to what God has brought me into. Nothing in this world. You, you hear me talk about it all the time. You hear me preach about it. Nothing can compare. Amen. And, and especially the church of the living God. The church of the living God. Praise God. So nothing compare, can compare to it. My, 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 my. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to turn your attention to the book of Romans tonight, verse uh, chapter 15, if you would go there with me tonight. Amen, amen, amen. It's good to see all of you here. There's going to be a day when some are going to comprehend some are going to comprehend if not mostly everybody in here hopefully does that's my I guess that's my prayer I hope you understand but if not I hope you do understand to take that to take that step toward Him. Whatever it is that, you know, I, I feel that burden. And the only reason why I always speak about it is because I feel it. And the only way I can explain it to you, I can feel the weight of it. So I know it's there. I know some of you battle in your minds. I know some of you battle, amen, spirits. And that's their struggle. You would rather believe a lie. You would rather humble yourself to sin. Let sin have its way in your life, run its course. And I want you to understand that's the reason why Souls, that's the reason why men and women suffer what they suffer is because sin, there's nothing good about sin. You heard me mention it the other day, the wages of sin is death. Everything that it heaps upon us because we uh, allow it to dictate our lives. And, you know, the devil is really uh, de deceptive because he, he wants to... He wants you to think that there's nothing wrong with it. It makes you feel good, but only for a little while. Yeah. Because when you come to a certain, uh, uh, how would I say, uh, uh, place in your mind after you have obviously have been overwhelmed with that so-called good feeling in the flesh, you're going to come to a place in your spirit where you're not going to feel so good. Mm -hmm. and, and you feel that way sometimes, and that's what makes you feel miserable. Your human spirit is crying out, but your flesh is trying to somehow muffle that cry. Because you indulge. You indulge. 
And so my, obviously my objective is to try to somehow reach into you, into your spirit and into the deep recesses of your heart so that the light of God's word can shine and that it can, amen, reveal the darkness. And as the scripture says in one place, even reprove the darkness. And so that being said, that's why it's difficult for some of us to be able just to humble ourselves and just to be able to give God some glory, just to be able to thank God you're alive. Thank God that you woke up this morning. Thank God you're breathing. Thank God your heart is beating. You can wake up and you can go through your routine. Why? Because all because of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what the Bible says? He allows his son to shine on the just and the unjust. So he gives you that opportunity to experience your life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like I just pray there's a time when you can just let go of all that. Yeah. Let go of all that. Everything that has you bound. Right. Has you bound. Been a long time. When I was a young man, I got in trouble. I've been in jail a few times. I'm not proud of it. But don't feel good, all, all you gangsters. Yeah. All you wanna be, wanna be like everybody else and get yourself in trouble, and you think it's something for cop to handcuff you. But let me tell you something. If if you wanna be honest with yourself, you don't wanna be in that position to be bound. Can't move around. Then they make make you sit on it. It's hard, even harder. Yeah, right. Yep. First thing in your mind. First thing goes through your mind. I wish I was free. Yes. That's right. And we never really think about that. We can feel that it has an effect on us physically, maybe mentally. But did you ever realize it? That's the way it is spiritually too. God wants to set you free, but you love being bound. Bound in your sin. Then you wonder why. Why it is I have so many problems. Well, open your eyes to the truth. Uh, um, man, let me, let me get to my... Did I give you a chapter? 15, okay, yeah, you're right. Chapter 15, let's read it. Chapter 15, we'll start with verse number 6. If you all have it, say amen. Amen. That ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another as Christ also received us, or re- received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision of the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy 
as it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, Amaisha Mahaya, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, he saith, saith, there shall be a wood of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Verse number 15. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God. Listen to what Paul's saying. That I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable being sanctified by the Holy Ghost I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God for I will not dare to speak of any of these things those things which Christ had not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. My, 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 my. I'm kind of curious. I will say this. God's a personal God. Yes. He knows each and every one of us in here better than we know ourselves. You know why I say that? How many of you know, how many do you know how many hairs are upon your head? How many of you have ever taken the time to try to count them? Guess what? God knows. <laughs> he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't just know how many hairs that you have upon your head. He knows everything about you. Everything about your being. Everything about you, your thoughts, what's in your mind, what's in your heart, everything about you. Even your physical being, even what you're going through right now, God knows every intricate detail about you. Isn't that something? And amen. We think we know. We may have an idea. Yes, you may know because the Bible says, amen, that uh, God is greater than our hearts. If we know what we are all about, we might understand what is. Let me tell you something. I know you know what's keeping you back from serving God. Yeah. 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 
And if God is greater than our hearts, who are we? Who are we to try to fool him? Let me tell you something. Did you even realize this? You're even fooling yourself. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. I'm up. I tell you what. Thank you, Jesus. So I say, pay attention, everybody. Pay attention. Because God wants to get the glory. He wants to get the glory in your life. Each and every one of you. Yes. Movable and unmovable. Yeah. If he can get the glory. If he can get the glory in your life. If he could get the glory in your life and change some things for you, because that's what his intention is. God wants to change some things in your life. Amen. How many times have I said this, and I'll say it again. God wants to make your life even better than what it is right now. You might think I'm doing pretty good, but let me tell you something. If God is coming into your life, he's going to make it even better. Be honest with yourself. That's why you're not smiling. That's why you're not happy. That's why you're not satisfied. That's why you're not content. That's why you don't have peace. That's why you don't have joy. That's why you don't understand what the love of God is all about. Amen. Because if you're estranged, if you're estranged from all that, that means Guess what? And I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And I'm not trying to step on your toes. That means you don't have God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's what it means. That's what it means. Amen. And so, let me read. Let me read again. Just let me go back to my text. This is my main text. Uh, I centered around this particular verse in the, in the chapter we read in 15, verse number 11. Again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. Laud him. Remember, this is archaic English. Archaic English. You know what that word laud means? It means give him applause. Give him praise. Why? For what he's done for you. Amen. Even for what he might do for you. Give him praise. Applause him. Amen. Here's here's something about faith. Here's something about putting your hope and trust in God. You might be going through something right now. You might be saying, hey, there's no remedy for my situation. There's no answer. But amen. Give God glory. Lift him up and exalt him. Praise him. Humble yourself. Believe him. And God, amen, will bless you because of your humility. Thank you, Lord. Thank 
The Apostle Paul was basically establishing the priority of praise to God without dissimulation or dissension. And if you know what that means, dissension means disagreement in opinion. Difference in opinion. There's so many of us, we have our own opinions. Praise God. We all, we all different in our, in our opinions. We believe in this and we believe that. But guess what? Amen. God is not interested in our opinion. Amen. He's interested in helping you. And, and, and the process is this. Humbling ourselves to the will of God. In other words, you say, Lord, I believe you can change my life. I believe you can, amen, uh, do something for me. But let me get rid of any preconceived thoughts and opinions. Get rid of them worldly thoughts. Get rid of the opinions of the world. Get rid of even the lies of the devil. Because the devil might be, amen, putting himself upon you and saying, Oh, no, God is not going to do that. Amen. He's a liar. The Bible says, Jesus said he's the father of lies. We need to get rid of all the dissension. Yes. Yes. Woo! Yeah. 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 Amen. Can you imagine? How many of you ever read Acts chapter 2? Yeah. 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 Right. How many of you ever read it? Right. Yeah. Amen. Read, read it once. Read Acts chapter 2. Yes. And, and you'll see that the Bible says they were all with one accord in one place. Yeah. yeah. Why did Luke, under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, said they were all in one accord in one place? Why? That was the setting. That was the setting for the Lord to come in and the Lord to move mightily. Got rid of the dissension. Got rid of the differences. Got rid of the divisions. Got rid of the opinions of everybody. Amen. This was going to be a sacred time. This was going to be a holy time before God. So what he had to do? He had to get rid of everything that was standing in his way. Can you imagine how powerful it would be if we would come in here in one mind, in one spirit, in one accord, in one place? Can you imagine what God would do for you if you humbled yourself? Oh, I think God has to be like this. Well, I think God moves like this. No, you don't know how God moves. Brother David mentioned uh, when he was here, Daku Waka Shka Shka. You know what that means? We don't know how God moves. Like Jesus said, the wind blows where it listeth, and thou, amen. Here is the sound. 
You cannot tell whence it cometh or whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born brought forth of the Spirit. You cannot dictate the move of God. All you have to do is yield yourself to it. Let God be God. Humble yourself. Amen. Anyway, so Paul was, this is what he was doing, trying to get everybody in the, in the frame of mind. In the, in, in, remember what I taught the, a week ago or so? The right mood. Here's a good example. Here's a good example. In 1 Corinthians 1, verse number 10, he says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be, what? Perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment Amen. that you all speak the same thing you know what that means when he says that you all speak it means have a uniform testimony you and i you know what our objective is our objective is, is to give god glory our objective is to lift him up. Yes, Amen. 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 Sometimes Amen. testimony service is a burden to me. Yeah. Because we don't lift him up. We like to talk to him about ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes, guess what? We talk too long. Yeah. And say nothing. Right. Yeah. And we're supposed to have a uniform testimony. Right. We're supposed to be all in agreement together. Yeah. We're supposed to be exalting him. Yeah. Talking about him. Bragging him up. Praise God. So he says, he said, and, and, and his thing, when, when Paul mentioned this in 1 Corinthians 1.10, he was affirming that uh, we all needed to be in unity in speech and thought and opinion. So how are we going to do that? I've been, I've been a minister of the gospel for almost 40 years now. Just a few years, not too long. I noticed one thing, I've observed something. In, uh, as a young minister, you know, of course, the way we were taught, man, I tell you what, I'm glad we were taught the way we were taught. The word, the word, the word, the word, the word. The word, the word, the word, the word, the word. Oh, word this and word that. Huh? Brother Garrison used to say this. Uh, always make it a test of fellowship. He said, don't be afraid to sit down and open the Bible and compare spiritual things with spiritual. Right. He said, because all we have is the word. So he said, we could, we could line it up. We could tell if it's doctrine, if it's the doctrine of Jesus Christ, we'll line it up. Test of fellowship. 
It's written in the word. It's the word. It's the word. And so guess what? We were taught that. So we were taught that if we want to talk about Jesus, guess what? We're going to talk about the word. Yeah. And through the word of God, we can have agreement. Yeah. Because you know what? The doctrine is not mine. The doctrine is not anybody else's in here. The doctrine is his. You don't have to pray about it. You don't have to pray about the word. All you have to do is obey. You reveal somebody something about the word. I gotta pray about it. No, no, no. It's the word of God. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to pray about it. Just obey it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do what you're instructed yes. to do. Yes. Oh my. Amen. I hope I'm not getting out track. Amen. But I, I, I wanna. I, this is something. This is something. Just how the Lord laid this burden of His Word upon me, and how He laid it upon my heart and my spirit. And Amen. And of course, you know, I want to do what I can to be able to get you to understand and comprehend what He's trying to do for you. Yes. Paul was obviously referring to Old Testament scriptures when he was speaking about this, about the Gentiles. He said that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. You know what? All of us in here, how many, not less, some of you are really actually, amen, fleshly Jews. Any fleshly Jews in here? Amen. Anybody? Anybody has Jewish DNA in their veins? Nobody? So if you're not a Jew, guess what you are? You're Gentiles. If we were going by the Old Testament law, none of us would. None of us. No, not be alive. None of us would even be able to come in here. If we were going to synagogue, they'd stop us at the door. Are you Jew? What tribe are you from? Oh, I'm from the Rosebud tribe. <laughs> Can't to let you come in. Why? You had to be an Israelite. Yeah. Right, yeah. From one of the 12 tribes so you could come in so you could hear the word of God. Yes. The Gentiles did not have any part. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. Not unless yeah. they converted and they were circumcised. Right. Amen. Then they could. As long as you said. I want to pledge allegiance to the God of Israel. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? Some of you can't even do that today. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm. It's true. It's true. It's true. Gentiles. I'm a Gentile. Yep. I'm a Gentile. We're all Gentiles. Yeah. We're from another nation. Yes. We have we, we should have no business in here talking about Yeshua. Yeah. 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 Amen. Huh? Amen. That's right. What are you doing here? <laughs> Praise God. Let me ask you a question. Why did you come to church tonight? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Wednesday night. Amen. Didn't have nothing to do, so I thought I'd just come. <laughs> no, because I want to come. I want to hear about this yeah. man, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Here's, here's a question that would probably just, you know, you know, I could probably gauge your 
you know, how much you really want to know about God, but uh, uh, when, when it talks about coming to, how many of you think Jesus is interesting? Yes. Amen. Oh, uh, uh, there's a few of you. There's a few of you. There's a few of you. Amen. 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 I find him really interesting. You ought to find him interesting. Yes. Because he's here even though you don't see him. His spirit is here. He's not dead, he's alive. But here's the thing God wants to reach into your life. You're a Gentile. And you have no business. If we were going by the Old Testament, yeah. you would have no business. The doorman would yeah. would have stopped you right before you came in. Yeah. But here he is. Guess what? There's there's so much about this that I can't go through it whole big, uh, all of it because we'd be here probably till midnight. <laughs> but the whole thing about this is even his own people rejected him. Yes. So because his own people rejected him, you know what he did? He turned around and said, "Okay, since my own people rejected me, you, I'm going. I'm going to the Gentiles." Maybe somebody amongst the Gentiles will have an ear. So that's why Paul used those scriptures. You notice that he wanted to validate his apostleship. If we want to be technical, he is the apostle of the Gentiles. So guess what? Paul is your apostle. He's my apostle. So there he was. He said he's he's trying to validate his ministry. And he says, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written for this cause, I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. In other words, God was going to give us all the opportunity. My, my, my. To be able to approach God. And the Bible says he tore down the middle wall of partition. Tore it down. So that you and I can have access. Access to the Father. Access to God. Access to the Creator. So we could come just like we are this evening. You can feel it. We can come and we can feel His presence. Woo! 
So he used that as his as his message. Went back into, of course, that was their Bible, the Old Testament. That's all they had as a source of, amen, of Scripture, of understanding. So he goes back and he, he begins to minister and he's speaking and he, he, he went to Psalms chapter 18 and verse 49 in one of his texts and he said, Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen. Among the heathen. In other words, God was going to go out to people that weren't his own. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Among the heathen. Right. Amen. If you have a, a, another translation, it would probably say among the nations. Right. Among the nations. So God decided to come to wherever you and I were. And are from right. nations. Woo. You know, I, I know some will say, I don't believe in the God of the Bible. I don't believe in the white man's God. I don't believe. You know what? He's not the white man's God. Huh? That's, a, that's a good lie of the devil. He's not the, he's not the white man's God. Amen. He was the God of the Jews. Yes. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I said, if, if I really went into a lot of detail, we'd be here a long time. But he's even, he's still our God because he's the one that created us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yes. And so he says, he says, therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the, the heathen, and sing praise unto thy name. Yeah. Sing praise. I don't know if any of you ever got to look at that drum Brother David brought sitting in my office. Nice drum. Made out of a cottonwood tree. Yep. They cut they cut the cottonwood tree about this thick and it's pretty thick. It's probably about that thick all the way around. It's covered with buffalo hide Amen. and cilium. Our people used to sing it. You sit on it and sing songs to Tunkashila. Yeah. Wakan Tunka. They would sing, as they said, to the great mystery. Somebody they didn't really know a lot about. But they would sing songs. Prayer songs. Yeah. And God says, you know what? I'm going to go to the indigenous people. So when they sing their praise, they're going to be singing to me. Yeah. Yeah. On that drum. I remember we had a camp meeting in, in Wagner in 2000, uh, no, uh, 98, 99, somewhere around there. Brother Hancock was there. And, he, and we told him, uh, Brother David took some songs out of the book of Psalms and translated them into Lakota and we're going to sing on a drum. He said, man, I want to be a part of it. So Brother Hancock sat down with the boys and he sang with the boys. Yeah. Man, they said, guess what happened? The Holy Ghost fell on yeah. us. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. And I know some of them stood up, they were doing that. Yeah. Sit down! Yeah. We're giving God praise! Yeah. Guess what? God wants to get the glory! Yeah. He wants to 
But you realize this, I learned this in music school. All music is influenced by a religion. Because whatever ethnic or ethnicity, whatever nation they're from, they, the, the reason they sung the music was to worship their gods. That's why rock and roll likes to glorify the devil. But here we are, we glorify God. Let me get back to this now. So it says, and, and he uses this other, this, this, uh, this other scripture verse out of Psalms 117, verses 1 and 2. And he says this, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I want you to understand this. Before you even knew God, guess what? There was something that was absent in your life, something that was missing. Before you even knew God, do you know what that one thing was? You did not know God, so therefore you didn't have truth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. So when God came, what did he do? He brought to us truth. Yeah. 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 We used to believe lies. Yeah. We used to believe deception. Yeah. We used to believe, amen, and things that were not true. Yeah. But now God has come and he's brought truth to us. And that's why he says, amen, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Ye shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. So add, add truth to your life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Bold-faced reality. God is real. Yes. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And when he introduces yourself, you find out how real he is. Because he'll prove himself to you. Truth. And that's the beautiful thing about it. That's the beautiful thing about it. When Jesus came. When Jesus came, guess what? When he came, look, look, what, look, what, look what John said about him. John said this. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Yes. Amen. So here we are. Thank God that God is bringing truth to you. Amen. But you know what? This world is so used to not wanting to hear truth. That's 
right. Yeah. That's right. You know what the Bible says? You know what, you know what Peter said? He said that all men would repent and come into the knowledge of the truth. Right. Right. Amen. Yeah. The knowledge of the truth. Knowing the truth. I remember used to. I remember sitting in a in a in a denominational church. Get this. Uh, how many of you used to be part of a denominational church? Yep. Raise your hands. Yes. Amen. I could probably name a few. The Roman Catholic Church, the Presbyterian Church, the Episcopalian Church, the Methodist Church. The Baptist Church, the Church of Christ, I mean, I, we, the list goes on and on. There's so many of them. Uh, denominational church. Listen to the word. Dylan, you're 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 a intelligent young man. Listen to the word. Denomination. Right. Denomination. You know what a denominator is? It divides. Yes. Amen. So we used to believe we, we used to belong to a religious body and entity that believed in dividing themselves from one another yeah. <laughs> that's what the devil the devil didn't want people to know the truth so you know what he said you can go to a denominational church you don't have all the truth and you'll be divided but you know what Jesus said Jesus said praise God Jesus said, there's one church. That's right. Yeah. 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 And a house divided cannot stand. That's right. So the devil has people right where he wants them. He doesn't want them to have truth. He doesn't want them to stand. He doesn't want them to have strength and unity. He wants to divide them. He wants to use the doctrines of men, the traditions of men to divide. And guess what? When Jesus comes, he comes and he speaks the truth to you and I. So I'm glad the truth came. Yeah. Amen. And that's what Peter said. That man every word repent and come to the knowledge of the truth. Knowledge of the truth. And Paul uses in his message. This was another Old Testament scripture verse he spoke from. Deuteronomy 26, 19. Uh, excuse me. Deuteronomy 32, 43. It says, Rejoice, O ye nations, with his people. Amen. Guess what? We can rejoice with his people. Right. right. Yes. right. Amen. Remember, he broke down the middle of all the partition. Yep. We can rejoice with his people. For he will avenge the blood of his servants and will render vengeance to his adversaries and will be merciful unto his land and to his people. Oh man, I tell you what, I'm glad I'm on his side. And here's the other thing, I'm glad he's on my side. If God before us, who could be against us? Amen. So here we are. We're 
We're brought into that place. We're brought into the fold. All these Gentiles coming in. You know, the human race would be born if they were all one color. Can you imagine them? All you see in the world is a bunch of purple people. Huh? A bunch of yellow people. I'm saying that because you walk around, you can see purple people in Walmart, you can see green people, you can see red people, you can even see pink people. But can you imagine how boring it'd be if everybody was the same color? But we're all different colors. Yeah, that's right. We're all different ethnicities. We're all different. But yet, same God. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I remember somebody introduced me years ago preaching down south, and they said they made reference to me being Native American. Brother Marshall's from the Rosebud Sioux tribe. And they said, I'm glad God is colorblind. Oh, <laughs> I got up there and I just kind of. I said, let me correct what Brother so and so said. I said, God is not colorblind. He made all colors. That's right. I said, and they're all beautiful when they're when they're together they all stand out when they're together he made some beautiful colors if you don't believe that look at me praise God Deuteronomy 26:19. And to make thee high above all nations. Now this is this is what the Lord, this is God's intention. This is the reason why he called you and me. Yeah. To make thee high above all nations. Amen. Which he hath made. You know what he's talking about? The church. Yes. That's why the church shouldn't be some mundane. Yes. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yep. That's right. Dead. That's right. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Place where you can come and be bored. Yeah. Praise God. This church is lifted up. This church, amen, is exalted. Why? Because of him. Amen. To make thee high above all nations. Which he hath made. Now look what he says. Make thee high above all nations. Which he has made. In praise. And in name. And in honor. That thou mayest be an holy people. Unto the Lord thy God. As he hath spoken. 
I will always say this with every breath that I have in my body. The church is different. The church is unique. Amen. Are you listening to me? The church is not like any other entity or body or organization. You know why? It's the church of the living God. And God will definitely make us significant. Yes. Yes. Different. Yes. <laughs> they come in here, they're going to get a good look at what holiness is all about. You know why? Because the Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. When we walk in righteousness and holiness, guess what? They're going to see the Lord. That's why you look like you're godly people tonight because of the Holy Ghost that you have. There's no other people like it. That's why they look at us strangely. You're not like the world. You don't look like the world. You don't act like the world. You don't dress like the world. You don't talk like the world. You don't walk like the world. You don't even smell like the world. And if you haven't figured that out by now, That's why we ought to be turning this thing loose. We ought to be turning it loose in here. If you don't like to come to church where it's lively, well then go find a dead church. If you don't like to come to a church where God moves, then go to a church that there's no God. Now, this is interesting. I thought about this because, I, I, you know, I was thinking, Lord, of course the Lord gave me this, so. Isaiah 28, 5, you can go there if you want to. I'm almost done here. It says, in that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory. Now, remember, we're talking about what Paul, what, how we started out, where Paul said that we are to, what, uh, uh, again and again praise the Lord all ye Gentiles and laud him all ye people in other words applaud him applaud him all ye people this is the sole reason this is the purpose why amen if God's done something for you guess what you will not hold back your praise amen so he says in the day that in that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory. And for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people. That's the whole reason. God wants to get glory in our lives. Are you listening to me? Amen. God wants to get glory in our lives. Guess what? He wants to. Guess what? The, the reason why he's moving in our lives is, is he's going to receive a testimony from those that he has 
saved and yeah. delivered and healed. I thought this was really something. Because when I was reading it, I thought to myself, why did the Lord say for a diadem of beauty? Well, one, one definition says this, a diadem is a crown. A crown that a person wears. It's something that encircles the head. That's one definition. If you've ever seen the crown of a king, or if you've ever seen the crown of a queen, you know, you know what I'm talking about. That crown is arrayed with precious stones. Obviously, amen, speaking of the magnificence or the majesty of that individual, precious, meaning, amen, somebody that is verily, unmistakably renowned, and has power and has authority and it is symbolized by the beauty of that crown in other words that crown is supposed to be amen the symbol of their rulership or their reign so it's always depicted as gold and precious stones in other words you're coming to a person who's not just an ordinary person this person is a person of royalty this person is a person of, of who's of dignity, of note, praise God. Not an ordinary person, but a person who's exalted and lifted up. Did you realize God wants to do that for you and I? So not only does that crown, as far as he said, for diadem of beauty, it's not just for beauty, it's not just something that God will... Ornament, ornament us with yeah. his grace, his favor. Amen. Here we are. You know what it also means? Because the person that is wearing that crown that has is wearing that crown that has that diadem, you know what you know what that means? Here's the second part of that definition. This is beautiful. Because you know what God did? God turned your life around. He turned your affairs around so that he could place that crown upon your head. So that you could wear that crown. Think about that. That kind of makes me think of that song we used to sing. When the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in the new Jerusalem. You know what's going to get all the devils in this town so mad at us? I know the devil's mad at us already. Yeah. When we started fasting and praying, yeah. he's really nervous. He's really edgy. Why? He said, well, they're fasting and praying, and that's not good for us. Yeah. That's right. 
then he tries to rise up and cause fear and yeah. amen attack and all this God's not having it God's not having it we're making the devils in this town nervous But what's really going to turn the tide is when the people of God come in and say, hey, guess what? Let's worship God. Let's laud and magnify Him. Let's applaud Him. You're going to make those devils very nervous. My. Last Psalms for tonight. I'm five minutes over, forgive me. Psalms 147.1 Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. You know what? Some of you need victory. Some of you need the victory. Some of you just need to come in here and just knock it off. Get with God. Get with the program. Let go of all the burdens that you have. Let go of everything that you come in here. Leave your problems at home. Come in here. Worship God like you. Mean it. I guarantee you, I, I know this. I used to be this way. That was this is long, long. That was the last century. That's a long time ago. Right, amen. Used to go to the bars and woo, yeah. go to a football game, go back, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. just get all crazy and don't even care who's watching. Yeah. Get all, you know, yeah. get all. Yeah. But why is it we come to the house? Come on, try it. And, and you know what? We we're in we're in, we have a need. Yeah. We want. God. We need God. Yeah. And why is it? Right. Austin, if you came in here and you just let everything go yeah. and you just humble yourself, guess what? Yeah. And if you're if, if you're if you're you're sincere, a, a lot of you, you're sincere about wanting God. You're sincere about receiving the Holy Ghost. You're sincere about receiving the healing. If you just humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, He will exalt you. You won't have to be wishing for the Holy Ghost. You'll receive the Holy Ghost. You won't have to be wishing for healing. You'll receive a healing. You won't have to be wishing for a miracle. You'll receive a miracle. Why? Because he wants to get glory. He wants to hear from you. Lord and magnify him. And you know what? Every time we should come in here, every time we come in here, he should get a standing ovation. Let me finish up. <laughs> praise ye the Lord, for it's good to sing praises unto our God. Amen. For it is pleasant, and praise is calmly. 
Praise is calmly. It's becoming. It's lovely. And it's suited. Why does it say that? It's suited. It's suited for you. For your need. That's what God ordained. Garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. My, my, church. My, my. I want the Lord just to have liberty. In this place and in you individually, I want him to have liberty. If God can turn this old dope head, alcoholic, right. host of other things around, yes. he can do it for you. Yes. He can do it for you. If God can give me a testimony, he can give you a testimony. Yes. He can do it for you. Yes. Praise God. It can be done. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I praise you. I worship you. I thank you for your word. Lord Jesus. I pray your hand upon each and every one of us in this place. God, I want your word to go out. I want your word to accomplish what you send it forth to do. And let it not come back void, Father. You know our hearts. You know our thoughts. You know everything about us. Lord, our going in, our coming out, our rising up and our laying down. As your word says, you know every hair upon our head. So I pray that you administer. Help us that we, Lord, can behold that we can behold you, that we can look to you. And God, that we can be of such sincerity and truth, Lord, that we can humble ourselves to you, Lord, knowing, Father, that we cannot live our lives without you. So I pray that you would have your way. I pray that this word will accomplish, that it would change each and every one of us, our minds, our lives, oh God, help us, Lord, minister. And as your word says that we shall know the truth and the truth will make us free. I pray, God, that you would set us free. Amen, Lord, from the sin, from the weight, from the world from the powers of darkness, from principalities and dominions, Lord, that you would set us free, that we can serve you, God, amen, Lord, that we can walk in your spirit and that we can live, Father, for you. I pray this, Lord, for every person in this place. Let it be done, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amayasa Maria. In Jesus' name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
So be reminded, service is going to start early Sunday morning. Well, not early, but 9.30 prayer. We'll have a 10 o'clock start, and we're just going to have a regular worship service. We're going to go till noon. After that, we're heading up to Wagner to get ready for our fundraiser up there at uh, Labor Day in Wagner at the Armory. So any of you that can contribute some help at the stand, uh, please come and help us. And with that being said, God bless you. Have a good evening. Yeah. Amen.